G'day, mate, and welcome to my special Aussie podcast episode. I'm your host for this show, Crocodile Brian, coming to you from down under. <laughs> no, no, not really. Enough of that fake Australian accent, too. I don't want to lose listeners on this show. I can't afford to lose any, actually. Anyway, I promised not to do this whole episode in my bad Australian accent. Like I said, I don't want to lose listeners. But I'll throw in a bit of that bad accent here and there, just in case anyone finds it remotely humorous. Are you still listening, Mum? Now, the first Australian expression is one that I first heard from an authentic Aussie friend of mine by the name of Trevor. It's Mickey Mouse. Now, if you're North American like me, or perhaps from the UK, you will automatically think, Brian, you goof, what are you talking about? We use Mickey Mouse as an adjective in our countries, too. In the U.S., Canada, and the U.K., it means that something is of poor quality, or it's poorly run, disorganized, or otherwise bad in some way. The Cambridge Dictionary says the term is used to describe something such as an organization, machine, or a course of study that you think is not as good or serious as it should be. Meanwhile, the Britannica Dictionary says Mickey Mouse means that something isn't deserving to be taken seriously, or that it has little value or importance. Yes, that's all true. But did you know that Mickey Mouse also has the kind of opposite meaning in parts of Australia? Hmm. It means that something there is excellent. No, I'm not just making that up. Just ask my Aussie friend, the real Aussie, Trevor. I remember that when he first used this expression, it completely confused me because, as I mentioned to a Canadian like me, if you call something Mickey Mouse, you mean it, it isn't good. However, from the context of Trevor's description, I could sense that he was using it to mean something was really good. So, how did Disney's most famous character become an adjective with two wildly different meanings? I couldn't find out how the Australian use started, even though I tried, but I did find out how the UK and North American definitions apparently began. Wikipedia says the use of Mickey Mouse in the adjective sense to describe something negatively began about the time of the Second World War after a large quantity of low-quality counterfeit Mickey Mouse watches flooded the UK. I don't know if you've ever seen those Mickey Mouse watches. They were really popular. I think I had one as a kid, or anyway, a friend of mine did. But anyway, they feature the cartoon mouse with his two hands telling the time on the watch. Tick, 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 you know, those hands, the white gloves or whatever. These watches were introduced in the United States in the early 1930s during the Great Depression. There's another theory about how the term Mickey Mouse came into being to talk about inferior things. According to edmanonline.com, it was used in 1935, beginning, to refer to poor quality dance band music like the kind played as background music in early cartoons, like the Mickey Mouse cartoons. Like I said, I couldn't discover the origin of the Australian use of Mickey Mouse to mean something is great. Perhaps it's related to the fact that the company that made Mickey, that is, Disney, 
also created some wonderful movies and, of course, Disneyland, Disney World and all those other Disney places. So I guess in that sense, Mickey Mouse is, well, great. Ha <laughs> ha, thanks, Brian. I'm glad somebody appreciates me. <laughs> You're welcome, Mickey. Okay, here's the next Australian expression. It's one of the most common of the Aussie phrases, and it's heard in many countries outside of Australia. I'm sure you've heard it. It's no worries. As you probably know, this phrase is used in a couple of different ways. The first is when someone says, thank you. You might reply, no worries. Oh, still that Australian style. No worries. <laughs> Maybe that was a different accent. What's going on? Sort of like saying, anyway, you're welcome or it's no trouble at all. The second is when someone apologizes to you, you could reply, no worries, mate. It's like saying, don't worry about it. It's no problem. According to the Reader's Digest website, this expression is a symbol of Australians' laid-back, happy-go-lucky, and friendly attitude. The site notes the phrase was first recorded in the 1960s, and it also gained popularity in New Zealand, Singapore, Malaysia, and some other Asian nations. There's also a suggestion on the Reader's Digest site that the popular Crocodile Dundee movie in the 1980s and the cultural connection between Australian and Californian surfers may be responsible for the spread of the phrase, no worries. Right, now here's the third expression that is common in Australia, also recommended by my Australian friend Trevor. It's hit the frog and toad. First, I want to assure all the animal lovers out there that this phrase does not mean people are enjoying beating those pure, poor creatures on the head. No, it's an example of a rhyming slang that is so common in parts of England. In fact, it apparently originated in England as a form of Cockney slang. If you hit the frog and toad, you, as North Americans say, hit the road. Toad, road, right? Or you leave someplace to go somewhere else, in other words. The Oxford English Dictionary says the earliest known use of frog and toad is from the 1850s, and it's found in the writings of John Houghton, a British writer who compiled an English-language dictionary of slangs in 1859, among other, popu among other publications. Okay, Time now to recap the three expressions of this episode. First, I spent a lot of time telling you the difference between the North American use of Mickey Mouse, which is used to mean something isn't very good or important, versus the meaning in parts of Australia, but not all, which describes something as being excellent. Right, Trevor? The second expression was the famous no worries, which began in the 1960s and is used as a way of saying, you're welcome. It can also be said in response to an apology to mean, don't worry about it, no problem. Lastly, I looked at hit the frog and toad, which means to leave or hit the road. And speaking of that, it's time for me to hit the frog and toad and end this episode. Thanks for taking the time to listen and thanks to zapsplat.com for the music and sound effects. And I hope you think my podcast, if the phrase fits, is really Mickey Mouse. I mean, in the Australian sense of the word, that is. Right, Mickey? Yeah, uh, that's right, Brian. Thanks, Mickey. Bye for now, everyone, and hope to see you next time. Uh, I guess I won't see you, but I'll... Uh, anyway, you know what I mean. 
Talk to you later.